it's Venice Robbins. It is that time of the week. The Venice and Friends podcast. How's it going, guys? I um, have been a busy little bee working, creating, interacting with people, creating teams and teamwork, building. I love it. I love what I do. I love that I get to create ways that have people experience peace. I love creating ways that help people, that show them, that empower them and equip them um, like on how they can design a life they love. Uh, it's something I've been up to for 20 years and it brings me fulfillment to be able to assist other people with ultimately being fulfilled. And that can look like a lot of different ways. (laughs) Fulfillment can come through uh, relationships, through, you know, creating meaningful relationships, creating businesses, um, breaking generational curses or generational poverty. I say poverty is a, especially when it's across generations, is like um, just a really negative situation. And um, yeah, I get to be one of those people that one person at a time I'm assisting. And the latest thing I've been up to in the past year is really building teams of people that that's what we do collectively together. And that's a whole other um, dynamic. It's, It's a lot of fun. It's challenging, but it really is fulfilling. So today, with that long intro, (laughs) I'm going to talk about, um, I titled this podcast episode, Act Like Your Life Depends On It. And I want to share a little bit about my perspective around what it takes to act like your life depends on it. I would love to hear from you. Uh, if there are any comments you have or questions, I, I will always on the episode notes put in uh, my email address, which is info at venice.com. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this conversation. Um, I want to start with one of the ways that our brain engages with urgency. Okay. Once we're in our 20s, our brain doesn't really change. Before age 25, 21 to 25, our brain is very malleable. It's really, it's very, what they call in neuroscience, very plastic, meaning it it has a natural ability to create new brain patterns easily. That is like the stage that the brain is in. It's in high plasticity. So you'll see children learning new things and they learn things very easily. It's because their brain is like, that's the stage of development the brain is in. It's really just building new patterns. Once we get older and in our 20s, our brain actually, it's not that it's not possible for the brain to change. It's just not as natural, okay? Now, what does this have to do with the whole conversation of act like your life depends on it? Well, from a neuroscience standpoint, once we're in our 20s, our brain is pretty much set in patterns. And 
what it takes for the brain to really be in plasticity or a state of change is some type of urgency. There has to be a reason for the brain to change or not change, but create a condition where it becomes very plastic. Okay. Because we're talking like there are different hormones involved in plasticity. There's a whole bunch of stuff that happens when we say creating new brain patterns. (laughs) Okay. Which when you talk about change, to talk about change and not include the brain personally for me is like, it just doesn't serve the person who you're speaking to because the best way to change your life is to really work with your brain to change. But if we don't understand how our brain works, then we're not working smarter, in my opinion. So getting back to the topic, the brain changes in states of urgency, like fight or flight. So whenever there is an urgent situation, that could be a threat to your safety or your survival, the brain will actually change. It moves into a state of plasticity quite easily because of all of the hormones that are released in the moment of, oh my God, I might not have food to eat or I might might die, okay? So, but what about when you want to create change and you're not in a moment of crisis that's that severe? Like, you're, you're want to change your life. There's something that's not working for you. Maybe you have a son that's addicted to, to drugs and you know that you enable your son and you say, I want to stop enabling my son, but you still do it. And it's been years. Or maybe, you know, you say you want to lose weight, but here you are and every year you gain three to five more pounds and you just can't seem to stay on that weight loss plan, right? Or maybe you say you want to change and you're, you know, you know you're like a neg, you have some negative thinking and yet you just kind of find it's just hard to really make that change to to really think positively or have a more positive outlook on life the challenge with change is that our everything in our biology doesn't work for us in our tw- once we're in our 20s and you would be like gosh that's not very encouraging <laughs> just give me a second here okay i'm going somewhere with this it, i think it really makes a difference to be like Have you ever heard the expression, eyes wide open, know what you're getting yourself into? When we talk about change, I think it really makes a difference to have eyes wide open and know that from a physiological standpoint, you're working against nature, not as a discouraging statement, but so that you and I can work smarter. Well, because then the question becomes, well, okay, wait a minute. If it's not going to be easy for me to change, then how do I change? And I think that's a really important question. How you change is by, that's the title of this podcast today, act like your life depends on it. 
there has to be something that you create that is so urgent and pressing that it it creates a space for you to change. And so my question for you today is, what's an area of your life that you're out to really change? Like you've been tolerating it, you know it's not working, and you're like, okay, enough. And just to say enough isn't enough. It's like, you have to create urgency that is so urgent that almost like like your life depends on it. Like you're so desperate. Now, here's where this is an interesting um you know, just statement what I'm making. Neuroscientists when they do like imaging of regions of the brain, when someone makes a decisive choice like I'm going to change, there's a very specific region of the brain that gets activated. And it actually on like brain imaging can be like recorded. The moment when someone says enough. Now, and I find that to be fascinating. Now for myself, I know there have been several times in my life in the past 20 years, I've had in the past 20 years, I've had those moments. The first was when I was 30, when I was so incredibly miserable and I didn't, I was no longer willing. It's like I saw my future and I knew my future involved me being alone and miserable. And I, in that moment, I didn't even tell anyone. It was such a moment just with me and God, I say, where I said to myself, no more. And that moment did not change my life in that instant. It was like eight years of a journey for me to really see my life radically different. There, there was another moment in my relationship with my husband. I have shared very openly on my social media platforms. I, I, for most of my marriage, I've been quite miserable. And I, you know, I'm a coach. I've worked on myself as a coach. You know, when you live what you teach, like the first place for me to go to work on is myself, not my husband. And even with looking my inward and you know, really looking at where am I caused in this relationship not working and doing the work on myself, right? And being a stand for my husband and for my marriage, I, it's like things would not move. They would not move. They would not change. And it was like so incredibly challenging to stay committed to my marriage when for years everything just looks like it's never going to change. There was a moment when I, my back door was always divorce. I was like, I can always leave here. Like I'll give it this long. And you know, 
if it doesn't work, you know, that was always there for me. I had a back door for myself. No one can make me stay married. I have a choice, even though I'm not really for divorce. There was a moment where I said, no more. I'm not going to, I'm closing the back door and my marriage is going to work. I didn't have any evidence of that. And it was still years after that moment before, like now, man, it's like a completely altered marriage. It's hard to put in words. Like I'm still getting used to it because for years I've always known it as a certain way and now it's not. But that started with a decisive moment where I was like, no more. I've had enough. This is going to change. When we talk about change, whatever the area is of our lives, the first, the tipping point is the moment of decisive choice. And until, and you can't BS yourself. You can't, because I've done it before. I've been like, oh yeah, you know, I really want this, but I really don't. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this. And I, uh, so there've been times where I've just said stuff and I'm really not committed to what I'm saying. It, to really create change, it has to for real, for real. Be a decisive moment of choice. And it takes being really incredibly honest with ourselves and really looking at what is the impact of me tolerating what I'm tolerating? What is the impact of me pretending that I'm serious about this when I'm not? How is this hurting my life? What do I get out of it? Because sometimes when we tolerate stuff, what we actually get is we get to avoid being responsible and taking personal responsibility for ourselves. So it's like you want to tell the truth to yourself. If you have been saying that you want something to change and it hasn't changed, are you really being honest with yourself? Is that what you really, are you really committed to that? And sometimes the most powerful thing to say is I'm not really committed to that. I'm not doing that. I just say I am. I am not committed to that. But the second thing is to actually say like, what do I, what am I really committed to? What, it's not even committed. It's like my life depends on this. Am I, is my way about this situation like I'm going to die? And I'm not trying to be dramatic, but it actually really does take that kind of urgency. <laughs> it's like, like, I, like I'm not going to be able to live if this does not change. And sadly, we see it when people are like dying. You know, have you ever like met someone and like they're like have this horrible, you know, diagnosis and then like they change their whole lives? See, sadly, that's what it takes for most of us. It takes a dire, like horrible situation for people to change. Why? Well, you know the answer. Because our brain does not really change very much after the age of like 25. 
So it's actually harder to change. It's not impossible. It's very possible. But you just got to know what you can expect. And it's that your brain's going to, it's wired. It's just organized to keep doing things the way it's done them for years. So my question for you is, I, I don't even like saying what's your why. Because it's still not urgent enough for me. But what is your urgent pressing if I don't change, this is what's going to happen. Like what's, how would you say that in your area that you're really considering and looking at? How would you respond to that? What is your, like my life depends on this because it's really, it's inside of that. Like for me, it was I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life and my children are not going to want to be around me. It's like I could see it in my future and it, it scared the heck out of me. For my marriage, what I saw was I'm going to give up on marriage. Like that's what's in my future. Because I was like, I'm not, I've already been married once. I married my high school sweetheart and I divorced him at 21. There is no way I'm going to do marriage a third time. Uh, no. And that's, I mean, I know I could be married a third time. That's me. I'm not doing that. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to be alone without my husband. So I stood for that man. I stood for my husband and he's been through his own journey and my husband is a transformed person. It took something to endure suffering in my marriage. Now, I'm not a proponent of abuse. So if you're listening and you're being physically abused or abused in any way, I'm not saying tolerate being abused, okay? Because I've had women email me and tell me they're being abused in their marriage. I'm not, I'm not an advocate of that. But I'm talking about like when your husband is just your husband and he's just like stubborn. <laughs> he's set in his ways and he's like, I don't want to. What do you do with that? How do you, how do you navigate that situation? And, and I was also not committed to just like pretend marriage where I have my own life and he has his own life. I, I'm not up for that. So that's my question for you. What is the thing that is so pressing and urgent in your area that if you don't do it, there's something at stake for you? There's something in your future that you can see is going to happen if you do not change. That's what there is for you to feel it. You got to like see it. You got to feel it, not conceptualize it. Oh, I'm going to be alone, like all in, in your intellect. No, you got to like allow that to sink in. Like see it and feel what is your future. Because it's, guess what? It's actually going to happen. And you can actually avoid it. If you create like a fierce urgency, like your life depends on it. It starts there. That's where it starts. 
what do I do after that? Okay, here's the thing that's kind of wild. When you actually create that like urgency, it alters something. Because like you're on a new trajectory. You'll start attracting the thing that you're out to create. So I don't necessarily need to go into like five steps and do these three things. That's the first step. That is the most important step. (laughs) That is the first step. Now, of course, I'm a coach. So, you know, if you're like in that space and you're like, wow, I just made this massive choice and what do I do now? I invite you to get connected to our life coaching group. It's free. It's amazing. It's a journey of women who are like all journeying in life out to create amazing lives by design. I'll put the Facebook group link in the show notes and you're more than welcome to come and join us. Okay. All right. I'm very passionate about this conversation because I've, I've lived this. I live this now. Right now, where I'm at, for there's two areas I'm really in action about. One is my business. I have multiple businesses that I run, and I've built, and I build them with teams. And for me, what's at stake is there's something like God has me to say, And that's what's at stake is the voice, the message, my message that no one else can say but me. That's at stake. And that's what has me stay consistent for years, even when I don't feel like it, even when it's hard. Even when I don't even know if I want to do it anymore, I still do it. And the second is my health. I'm in this crazy moment in my life with my health where I really don't want to be on medication. So I'm really doing what I can and I'm experimenting with my body. Can I actually rebalance my body using food? And what's at stake for me in the future is, you know, my husband wants to have two kids. I'm going to be 50 next year. (laughs) It's, Being able to like be healthy when my child graduates from high school and I'm going to be in my 70s. Who does that? Me, Dawn and I, because we're just, that's just who we are. Dawn's never had children of his own and he wants kids. I'm like, let's do it. That's what's at stake is being able to see my children grow and be able to enjoy it and be present and not be sick. So what's at stake for you? That's my question. I'm going to leave you with that question. Leave me a comment. Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I heard with uh, one lady who reached out to me last week on Saturday and just shared the, you know, what was her, what she was dealing with in her life. We actually had a conversation. I was like, hey, let's talk on the phone. (laughs) It was a great conversation. You know, we just chatted for 10 minutes. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.